Section 5 of The Adventures of Johnny Chuck. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Adventures of Johnny Chuck by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 17. More Mischief. Mischief's like a snowball sent rolling down a hill. With every turn it bigger grows, and bigger, bigger still. Sammy Jay had started mischief by telling Reddy Fox where Johnny Chuck's new house was. If you had asked him, Sammy Jay would have said that he hadn't told. All he had said was that he had happened to be up in Farmer Brown's old orchard, and so had called on Johnny Chuck in his new house. Now, Reddy Fox is very sly, oh, very sly. He had pretended to Sammy Jay that he knew all the time where Johnny Chuck was living. When he left Sammy Jay, he had started in the direction of the Green Meadows, just as if he had no thought of going over to Farmer Brown's old orchard. But Sammy Jay is just as sly as Reddy Fox. He wasn't fooled for one minute, no, not one little minute. He chuckled to himself as he started to look for Jimmy Skunk. Then he changed his mind. I think I'll go up to the old orchard myself, said Sammy Jay, and away he flew. He got there first and hid in the top of a big apple tree, where he could see all that went on. It wasn't long before he saw Reddy Fox steal out from the green forest and over to the old orchard. Reddy was nervous, very nervous. You see, it was broad daylight, and the old orchard was very near Farmer Brown's house. Reddy knew that he ought to have waited until night, but he knew then that Johnny Chuck would be fast asleep. Now, perhaps, Johnny Chuck, thinking that no one knew where he lived, would not be on watch, and he might be able to catch Johnny. So Reddy, with one eye on Farmer Brown's house and one eye on the watch for some sign of Johnny Chuck, stole into the old orchard. Every few steps he would stop and look and listen. At every little noise he would start nervously. Then Sammy Jay would chuckle under his breath. So Reddy Fox crept and tiptoed about through the old orchard. Every minute he grew more nervous, and every minute he grew more disappointed, for he could find no sign of Johnny Chuck's house. He began to think that Sammy Jay had fooled him, and the very thought made him grind his teeth. At last he decided to give it up. He was down in the far corner of the old orchard, close by the old stone wall now, and he got all ready to jump over the old stone wall when he just happened to look on the other side of the big apple tree he was under. And there was what he was looking for, Johnny Chuck's new house. Johnny Chuck wasn't in sight, but there was the new house, and Johnny must be either inside or not far away. Reddy grinned. It was a sly, wicked, hungry grin. He flattened himself out in the grass behind the big apple tree. I'll give Johnny Chuck the surprise of his life, muttered Reddy Fox under his breath. Now, Sammy Jay had been watching all this time. He knew that Johnny Chuck was safely inside his house, for Johnny had seen Reddy when he first came into the old orchard. And Sammy knew that Johnny Chuck knew that when Reddy found that new house, he would hide just as he had done. Johnny Chuck won't come out again today, and there won't be any excitement at all, thought Sammy Jay in disappointment, for he had hoped to see a fight between Reddy Fox and Johnny Chuck. Just then, Sammy looked over to Farmer Brown's house, 
and there was Farmer Brown's boy getting ready to saw wood. The imp of mischief under Sammy's pert cap gave him an idea. He flew over to the old apple tree, just over Reddy's head, and began to scream at the top of his lungs. Farmer Brown's boy stopped work and looked over towards the old orchard. When a jay screams like that, there is usually a fox around, he muttered, as he unfastened Bowser the Hound. Chapter 18 Farmer Brown's Boy Makes a Discovery Reddy Fox glared up at Sammy Jay. "'What's the matter with you?' snarled Reddy Fox. "'Why don't you mind your own affairs instead of making trouble for other people?' You see, Reddy was afraid that Johnny Chuck would hear Sammy Jay and take warning. "'Hello, Reddy Fox. I thought you had gone down to the Green Meadows.' And Sammy said this as if he was very much surprised to see Reddy there. He wasn't, for you know he had been watching Reddy hunt for Johnny Chuck's new house. But Reddy had pretended that he was going down to the Green Meadows early that morning, and so now Sammy pretended that he had thought that Reddy really had gone. "'I changed my mind,' he snapped. "'What are you screaming so for?' "'Just to exercise my lungs, so as to be sure that I can scream when I want to,' replied Sammy, screaming still louder. "'Well, go somewhere else and scream. I want to sleep,' said Reddy crossly. Now, Sammy Jay knew perfectly well that Reddy Fox had no thought of taking a nap, but was hiding there to try to catch Johnny Chuck. And Sammy knew that Farmer Brown's boy could hear him scream, and that he knew that when Sammy screamed that way it meant there was a fox about. Sitting in the top of the apple tree, Sammy could see Farmer Brown's boy starting for the old orchard, with Bowser the Hound running ahead of him. Farmer Brown's boy had no gun, so Sammy knew that no harm would come to Reddy, but that Reddy would get a dreadful scare, and that is what Sammy wanted, just out of pure mischief. So he screamed louder than ever. Reddy Fox lost his temper. He sat up and called Sammy Jay all the bad names he could think of. He forgot where he was. He told Sammy Jay what he thought of him and what he would do to him if ever he caught him. Sammy Jay kept right on screaming. He made such a noise that Reddy didn't hear footsteps coming nearer and nearer. Suddenly there was a great roar right behind him. Boo-woo-woo! Boo-woo-woo-woo! Just like that. Reddy was so frightened that he didn't even look to see where he was jumping and bumped his head against the apple tree. Then he started for the green forest with Bowser the Hound at his heels. Sammy Jay laughed till he lost his breath and nearly tumbled off his perch. Then he flew away, still laughing. He thought it the greatest joke ever. Farmer Brown's boy had followed Bowser the Hound into the old orchard. "'I wonder what a fox was doing up here in broad daylight,' said he, talking to himself. "'Perhaps one of my hens has stolen her nest down here, and he has found it. I'll have a look, anyway.' So he walked on down to the far corner of the old orchard, straight to the place from which he had seen Reddy Fox jump. When he got there, of course, he saw Johnny Chuck's new house right away. "'Ho!' cried Farmer Brown's boy. "'Brer Fox was hunting Chuck's. I'll keep my eye on this, and if Mr. Chuck makes any trouble in my garden, I'll know where to catch him.'" Chapter 19 Johnny Chuck's Pride Ever since Farmer Brown's boy and Reddy Fox had found his new house in the far corner of the old orchard, Johnny Chuck had been worried. 
It was not that he was afraid for himself. Oh, my, no. Johnny Chuck felt perfectly able to take care of himself. But there was Polly Chuck. He was terribly afraid that something might happen to Polly Chuck. You see, she was not big and strong like him, and then Polly Chuck was apt to be careless. So for a while, Johnny Chuck worried a great deal. But Reddy Fox didn't come again in daytime. You see, Bowser the Hound had given him such a scare that he didn't dare to. He sometimes came at night and sniffed hungrily at Johnny Chuck's doorway. But Johnny and Polly were safe inside, and this didn't trouble them a bit. And Farmer Brown's boy seemed to have forgotten all about the new house. So, after a while, Johnny Chuck stopped worrying so much. The fact is, Johnny Chuck had something else to think about. He had a secret. Yes, sir, Johnny Chuck had a secret. Sammy Jay came up to the old orchard almost every morning. His sharp eyes were not long in finding out that Johnny Chuck had a secret, but try as he would, he could not find out what that secret was. Whatever it was, it made Johnny Chuck very happy. He would come out on his doorstep and smile and sometimes give a funny little whistle of pure joy. It puzzled Sammy Jay a great deal. He couldn't see why Johnny Chuck should be any happier than he ever was. To be sure, it was a happy time of year. Everybody was happy, for it was springtime, and the green forest and the green meadows, even the old pasture, were very lovely. But somehow, Sammy Jay felt sure that it was something more than this— a secret that Johnny Chuck was keeping all to himself that was making him so happy. But what it was, Sammy Jay couldn't imagine. He spent so much time thinking about it and wondering what it could be that it actually kept him out of mischief. One morning Johnny Chuck came out looking happier than ever. He chuckled and chuckled as only a happy Chuck can. Then he did foolish things. He kicked up his heels. He rolled over and over in the grass. He whistled. He even tried to sing, which is something no Chuck can do or should ever try to do. Then suddenly he scrambled to his feet, carefully brushed his coat, and tried to look very dignified. He strutted back and forth in front of his doorway as if he was very proud of something. There was pride in the very way in which he took each step. There was pride in the very way in which he held his head. It was too much for Sammy Jay. What are you so proud about, Johnny Chuck? He demanded in his harsh voice. If I didn't have a better looking coat than you've got, I wouldn't put on airs. You know, Sammy Jay is very proud of his own handsome blue and white coat and dearly loves to show it off. Oh, it isn't that, said Johnny Chuck. Well... If it is because you think yourself so smart to hide yourself up here in the old orchard, let me tell you that I found you out long ago. And so did Reddy Fox, and Bowser the Hound, and Farmer Brown's boy, sneered Sammy Jay in the most disagreeable way. It isn't that, said Johnny Chuck. Well, what is it then? snapped Sammy Jay. That's for you to find out, replied Johnny Chuck. There's foolish pride and silly pride, and pride of low degree. A better pride is honest pride, and that's the pride for me. And with that, Johnny Chuck disappeared in his new house. Chapter 20 Sammy Jay Understands 
It was a beautiful morning. Jolly, round, red Mr. Sun had thrown his bedclothes off very early and started to climb up the sky, smiling his broadest. Old Mother West Wind had swept his path clear of clouds. The Merry Little Breezes, who, you know, are Mother West Wind's children, had danced across the green meadows up to the old orchard, where they pelted each other with white and pink petals of apple blossoms until the ground was covered. Each apple tree was like a huge bouquet of loveliness. Yes, indeed, it was very beautiful that spring morning. Sammy Jay had gotten up almost as early as Mr. Sun and Old Mother West Wind. As soon as he had swallowed his breakfast, he flew up to the old orchard and hid among the white and pink apple blossoms to watch for Johnny Chuck. You see, he knew that Johnny Chuck had some sort of a secret which filled Johnny with very great pride. But what it was, Sammy Jay couldn't even guess, and nothing troubled Sammy Jay quite so much as the feeling that he could not find out the secrets of other people. So he sat very, very still among the apple blossoms and waited and watched. By and by, Johnny Chuck appeared on his doorstep. He seemed very much excited, did Johnny Chuck. He sat up very straight and looked this way and looked that way. He looked up in the apple trees, and Sammy Jay held his breath for fear that Johnny would see him. But Sammy was so well hidden that, bright as Johnny Chuck's eyes are, they failed to see him. Then Johnny Chuck actually climbed up on the old stone wall so as to see better, and he sat there a long time, looking and looking. Sammy Jay grew impatient. Hmm, he seems to be terribly watchful this morning. I never knew him to be so watchful before. I don't understand it, muttered Sammy to himself. After a while, Johnny Chuck seemed quite satisfied that there was no one about. He hopped down from the old stone wall and scampered over to the doorway of his new house. And there he began to chatter. Sammy Jay stretched his neck until it ached, trying to hear what Johnny Chuck was saying. But he couldn't because Johnny's head was inside his doorway. Pretty soon Johnny Chuck backed out and sat up, and he looked very proud and important. Then Sammy Jay saw something that nearly took his breath away. It was the head of Polly Chuck peeping out of the doorway. It was the first time that he had seen Polly Chuck. Why, gasped Sammy Jay, it must be that Johnny Chuck has a mate, and I didn't know a thing about it. So that's his secret and the reason he has appeared so proud lately. Polly Chuck came out on the doorstep. She looked just as proud as Johnny Chuck, and at the same time she seemed terribly anxious. She sat up beside Johnny Chuck, and she looked this way and that way, just as Johnny had. Then she put her head in at the doorway and began to call in the softest voice. In a minute, Sammy Jay saw something more. It surprised him so that he nearly lost his balance. It was another head peeping out of the doorway, a head just like Johnny Chuck's, only it was a teeny-weeny one. Then there was another, and another. Polly kept talking and talking in the softest voice, while Johnny Chuck swelled himself up until he looked as if he would burst with pride. Sammy Jay understood now why Johnny Chuck had been so proud for the last few days. It was because he had a family. 
Sammy looked down at the three little Chucks sitting on the doorstep, trying to sit up the way Johnny Chuck sat, and they looked so funny that Sammy forgot himself and laughed right out loud. In a flash, the three little Chucks and Polly Chuck had disappeared inside the house, while Johnny Chuck looked up angrily. He knew that his secret was a secret no longer. End of Section 5